Welcome, I Chingus, to episode 101 of This Week in K-Pop. In this episode, we will talk about Hyorin, I Am and Brother Sue, IOI, Jay Park, Matilda, Obliss, and Twice. My name is Steven, and with me, my co-host, who's always thinking about it twice, Josh. Hello. Now, This Week in K-Pop is a discussion podcast that covers the last two weeks of K-Pop music video releases, and each episode, Josh and I will pick what we think is the best song of the episode, and you can find more episodes of our podcast on iTunes, on the Google Play Store, and SoundCloud. You can find the video version on YouTube. Just search for This Week in K-Pop. Right, right, right. Now, last main episode we celebrated our 100 episode anniversary <laughs> 100 episode anniversary yeah uh, and we got smashed pretty smashed i actually think we got like the drop off was really fast like cuz i was editing it right the other day and we're not remotely drunk for like 70% of it and then all of a sudden it just comes yeah and then I remember that night because we comes. shut it off and then we went out right afterwards and I was, it went I downhill so drunk. Fast. Yeah. We were like walking, right, to get a t- taxi and you normally drink a decent amount, but for yeah. some reason it just hit you like a truck, right? I, I think the problem is normally when I'm drinking, I don't have to like focus so hard on not being drunk because we were, we were doing the podcast and so you have to like formulate your thoughts and I mean, some maybe. people probably don't think we do that well. Because like, usually like... What we drank that night, I usually drink about twice as much as that before twice? I get to that, you know, twice as much. Before it makes it kind of, you know, TT a little bit. Yeah. Before I get to the... When you get very, 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 very TT. Very, 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 very TT. Yeah. Well, I normally don't drink that much at all, and I was pretty tt after that. Yeah. But anyway, so we want to thank you guys. We're now at 101. If you're new, maybe you're here for some big girl groups that finally release their stuff. Maybe. If you're a long-time listener, you know how excited we've been for IOI and Twice like Quite in general. Excited. Much like the normal K-pop population, although they both do have their haters. Many anti-fans, I think. Yeah, but let's start. Unlike the last couple of main episodes, Josh had the first pick. I finally won in Rock, Scissors. Rock, rock Paper, Scissors. Yeah, Rock, Scissors, Scissors. Rock, Scissors, Paper. Rock, Scissors, Bigger, Scissors. And of course, I chose Twice and their song, T.E.T. I'm 
comes. Remember those days when we did uh, reaction videos, Josh? What are those? What are those? What That's are no, those? No, no. The last reaction video we actually did do was for Twice's Cheer Up. Oh, yeah, huh? Because we kind of came back from our reaction hiatus and was like, oh, but we love Twice so much. We're going to do it for Cheer Up. And that went very badly. <laughs> it went very badly because you. I think you also at that time wanted to like work on some editing skills of yours and especially transition skills. And you made this video about Twice's performances and you put it up on YouTube and YouTube was just like, get that shit out of here. And they just yes. like shat all over us. It gave us a content strike for a very long time. Yeah, like, yeah um, maybe like four months. Anyway, so cheer up. If you don't know, we love the song now. Right. But at the time, especially the first reaction, we really did not like it that much. We were very underwhelmed because yeah. the reason being is Twice's debut song, Like Ooh was so great in our books in so many ways that... I mean, it was our favorite song of 2015. Yeah, there was no way that Twice could put out a song that was better than that. And it would be very far-fetched for them to put out a song that we liked as much as Like Ooh at least from the get-go. Right. But we definitely wanted to cheer up. And their new song, Titi, I kind of initially have the same reaction that I did with uh, Cheer Up. When I first heard the song, I thought it to be kind of boring, to be actually. And the reason for that is that this song is a very kind of dance-heavy song. It's got this very resounding, repetitive, like, doom, 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 doom to it. And that's good if you like that sort of thing, but on the first listen, it really kind of turned me off. Interesting, because I did not, like, I was so scared to hear both this song and the IOI song, uh, because Cheer Up did disappoint me. Initially. For, initially. And a lot of twice is, or sorry, a lot of IOI stuff also disappointed me initially. Yes. Right? So I was really worried. Uh, I actually liked this song a lot, like, from the very first oh. listen. Like, Cheer Up, there were definitely, I was like, that's weird. That's a weird transition. That's weird. But oh. in this one, it was like, oh, 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 I like it. Oh, like it was very, like I think even with Like Ua, I think I had a, a stronger initial liking to this song. Because hmm. um, Like Ua, I think also it took some time before it became my favorite song of the year. I'm also, yeah, I think I, it was also the same for me. I think Like Ua, I initially liked the song a decent amount, but it definitely grew more right. and more as time went on. And it grew very fast because it right. was released very late in the year and it knocked out, you know, all of our songs. All of our songs, yeah. Number one. So, and I mean, all three songs produced by the same guy, Black Eyed Pillsong. It's a team of dudes. It's a team, it's a team of dudes. It's our producing team. The song itself, I think the reason why I was so initially turned off is because unlike the other two songs, or no, un- unlike Like Ua, I should say, the backing track is not like fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. I, well, I, think I actually the, think all of Twice's songs are not about the backing track. Right. As opposed to, I think most songs, we say this a lot, but the most K-pop songs li- ride or die by their backing track, at least right. in the last couple of years. Yeah. I, I want to say even most songs, pop songs in general are, you know, if you don't have a good backing track, then you're going to have a hard time, I think. Mm. Right. And I think Twice, they are not like outstanding singers as well. They are very K-pop kind of girl group. They're probably not even good singers. Right. I, they're I they're a very K-pop girl group singing level, right? Like, obviously, they can sing a decent amount, but they're not gangbusters in terms of vocal department. And the strange thing is, if I told you a song does not have great vocals and it does not have a great backing track, well, then you could be like, oh, well, you don't like the song, obviously. 
but Black Eyed Pilsung, he has, the, they have this kind of weird, sh- weird talent to make songs catchy in a way that's very reminiscent to me of Brave Sound, but Brave Sound has a different style to make things catchy. Hmm. I was actually following? going to say the opposite of Brave Sound. Wow. <laughs> because Brave Sound is all about boobity boops and like right, right, right. tangential things toward the main Beat. singer. Right. The main singer. But Black Eyed Pilsung, his focus is on making the singing, the melodies of the and the the way they're singing it, how they're singing it. That's the 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 emphasis in, yeah. in their songs. What, what I mean to say is that like Brave Sound, Black Eyed Pilsung, they kind of shine the most into details. Mm. Different yeah. details. Different details, but they their songs are great because of the details that right. they put in there. Right. Like we both we both can hear the boring standard version of the song, right? Yeah. Um, but if not for like certain ways that the girls sing their lines, they make it like really chantable or repeatable, right? Or if it wasn't for certain syncopations or certain random like, hey, right? Like, or the way they like transition from one melody to the other or like from one part of the song to the other, right? Yeah. If I had to like kind of sum it up in one sentence, Black Eyed Pill song really arranges his songs very well. Yeah. Yeah. No, True. Yeah. And I also really like, especially compared to Cheer Up, this song is, despite being Halloween themed, is not that Frankenstein-y. It, yeah. it might be their least Frankenstein-y song yeah. of, the th- of the three. Oh, by, I think by far. Um, which is great because we were really kind of weirded out by the Frankensteininess in Cheer Up at first. And this one is like, it's pretty smooth. It's pretty smooth the whole way through. I agree. So the song's great. Yeah. How about the dance, Josh? The dance. Oh, now the dance. So I am kind of a fan of just the way Twice does the choreography. If you have a lot of members, like, you know, more than six members, I think that's a lot, like six to 12 range. That's a lot. Anything more than 12 is like a ridiculous amount, like 17. Shout out 17. If you have a lot of members, you need to have a dance that integrates the members and the parts need to be a little bit more complex rather than just, you know, nine people doing the same choreography. And they do that very well in this song. Like immediately when the song starts, they got this like lineup where they're, you know, popping out, like doing a pose and whatever. And that's very, you know, very simple when you think about it. But that in itself lets each member shine for one. And two, it's it's like a very fan service kind of moment. And that is a very, I think, strong choreography point. Yeah. No, Twice has always been really good at that, I think, where uh, especially I think Like Ua is the most normal quote unquote version, but cheer up they do a lot of like you three are doing one thing then you three do something then you three then you right like it's very broken up and each kind of subsection has their chance to do something cute uh and they continue that tradition in in tt very well Uh, they do a lot of group stuff where they're all staring at like one member and they let that one member kind of have their uh their time to shine you know we 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 will talk about iowa sooner or later and iowa is the opposite they don't do a good job of any of this kind of stuff at least um, in in their latest release, right? Before yeah. some of their songs are pretty good, but but I mean, like they've never they don't really dance that way. Like despite no. having a lot of members, they do more of the traditional girl group, which is just right, they right, all right. kind of do the same thing in different right. formations. Uh, but Twice, I think, does is as close to like this set, the girl version of Seventeen that we have, where right. it's a little bit more musical, like uh, musical, like the shows, right? right. Where it's more of a production rather than a, just the plain dance. Yeah, and I really like that twice even though we say like oh they have a lot of moving parts and there's a lot of different you know dibbles and dabbles involved in it 
the dance itself is very, very, very simple. It's very, very catchy and people can copy it very easily. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could totally see like students of ours doing this at some festival. And, you know, another thing that I really like about twice is that they're not overly sexualized. The moves aren't very kind of like, Oh, I don't really like that move. Like all of them are great. And all of them are like really, you know, cute and and relatively innocent. Yeah. PG. Um, And I think that goes a long way towards the likability, right? Like, you have like, groups like AOA and, you know, not a lot of parents are going to want their kids to be dancing and, and doing body waves. But I don't right. I don't see any parent having any, you know, problems or like any like grandmas or grandpas having any problems with this song. Right. They look at it like, oh, they're cute, whatever, whatever. Yeah, that's why most of our students, like middle school students, they dance like G-Friend and they dance to Red Velvet because they're relatively complicated. Right. They look kind of complicated to a layman, but they're not super sexualized. They got a lot of parts. Um this is definitely, I think, much easier than G Friends and Red Velvets, but just as kind of has that makeup where it's just like, it's for everybody. Guys right. can do this dance, girls right. can do this dance, old people, young people, you know. Uh, and and that's very important because the the point of this dance is like their little upside down T's and like the little wiggle, like that is one so iconic. I think like nobody's gonna forget that move, and they're not gonna, they're definitely gonna like attribute it to this song. And it's just so copyable. It's just the simplest of movements. Yeah, it's like that's what a point dance needs to be. You know? Right. Right. Although speaking of sexualization, there is like a small controversy, which was like in the music video, there's like three or four shots of the girls doing relatively unnecessary sexualized things. Like one of them is oh. when Mina, not Mina, is it Mina? Yeah, yeah stroking Mina. the the gun like like it's a pee pee. Yeah. Right. Um, there's like one of, I can't remember her name, which one, but she's like eating the cone of ice cream oh, a little Ji-hyun. seductively. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's one other scene where it's like a little unnecessary, but you know, it's not part of the dance or right? it's not part of the song. It's just kind of for the adults, you know, it's like. Those did jump out to me a little bit. Yeah. The, the ice cream one's not, not that so weird to me, but the, the when Mina's stroking that gun, it's like. Yeah. When we were watching it, that? me and Steven looked at each other like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Do we just. Did, we, why did, you, did you just do that? Right. So the song is, is pretty good. Yeah. Dance pretty good. Right. Uh, the music video, I think, is pretty decent. It's not their best. Yeah. I mean, but of the three, like, I think this is probably the the m- most boring one, right? Because like Ua had the zomb- whole rando zombie thing. Uh, Cheer Up, of course, had like the amazing transitions. transitions. Um, and I think they, they, you know, they went back and were like, oh, Cheer Up, every every girl had like a, a different outfit to wear. Right. So they're like, Oh, we can do that for Halloween. But without those like really cool transitions, it becomes more of a generic kind of affair. But I think it is one of the best versions of a generic MV because there's not that many cuts. No, there's ample shots of the entire group dancing the song. And also the, the set and the props. Yeah. Are not, not too bad. I, I do think it's a, a little bit of a mistake to tie it so much to Halloween because, like, yeah. you might be listening to it next summer and it's just kind of weird that's Halloween. Yeah. So that's not, that's a super, super nitpick. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, it'll just be the music video, right? Because the song itself doesn't really have a like, Halloween element to it, but the music yeah. video was definitely 100% like Halloween. Yeah. Like, I just thought it was kind of a weird thing, uh, mm. especially because Halloween is like not report important at all in Korea. No. Like, we're, we're recording this on quote unquote the day that people are celebrating halloween and i do not expect there to be 
anything. Yeah. Halloween is just this thing they've heard of, right? It's not From nobody trick or treats. Some of the main stores might have like Halloweeny things, you know, like, but it's not a huge deal. So I just think yeah. it's kind of weird. But it but gives them, it gives them a, a ample excuse to like have differentiating costumes again right. and right, you know, wear kind weird, of cool funny, thing, you know, weird like pirate and vampire and things like that. But either way, this was this is a year where. We've been awfully, awfully disappointed in a lot of big name people. Yes. And I'm happy. I don't, I mean, there's still two more months right left in yeah. this year, but maybe like last year, I think this song is going to be in our top 10. I, I, I'm sure it's going to be in our top 10. I'm not sure if it'll be number one. Yeah, I'm not sure if it'll be number one, but no. if I'm already starting at this level of liking it, and in two months, like if the next two months has total shit, maybe this might be that shining light that I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know, might rise above. I don't know. And it, it's so catchy. The chorus it's like TT. I actually don't think it's that. Catchy. I, I think, well, not compared to our next song. True. All right, Steven. True. So what is our next song, Steven? Uh, the next song is by another girl group. And they're very, 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 very special to me and Josh. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Okay, right now. okay. <laughs> I like uh, sure that transition. Yeah, I, I think it's a great transition. I gave you an apple transition already. No, I had a di- double down. All right, <laughs> because this is the last time we're able to do this. Oh, okay? now you made me all sad. Yeah. Um. So the next song is by IOI with their new song, "Very, Very, Very." So this song, we that part so is infectiously catchy. Disgustingly catchy to me. I know as an I think as an overall song, it it's not as good as TT. No, I don't I, um, I agree that it's not as good of a song. But that part I <sighs> is just when I I just sang that song that part, I don't remember TT at all anymore. 
That that it just is so overall infectious in my head that it's um, like a it's like the brain flu. It just gets yeah. in there and just. <sighs> and so, again, I was very scared. I did not listen mm-hmm. to this song for the longest time, and a lot of our Slack chingos were like, "It's really not good. I don't really like it." Right. I was reading on Reddit because I'm an idiot, and I still go on Reddit. And they were just like, "Yeah, yeah." And but when I heard it, and I I did hear it accidentally. I was eating um barbecue, and I was like. This song is pretty good. Like, who sings this song? And I was like, oh shit, this is that new IOI song. Like, I don't know what it is. Uh, because I was scared because IOI, they, they got some hits and misses, right? Double scared because JYP produced this. Yeah. And JYP, JYP is also very hit or miss, especially in the These last days. four or five years. And this song is very JYP, I think. It's a JYP dance track, yeah. Yeah. But it, it's part. Sometimes it sounds like JYP channeling SM in part. In some totally parts. agree, totally agree. Because uh, there's like one part very specifically that I was like, "Yo, that's that's the same as in G." But anyways, IOI Project Group. This is their last song altogether, supposedly. Uh, their last subunit song, of course. What a man. I really like that song. I really like that song as well. But it had that kind of stigma of the best part of that song was copied from a better song right right it straight up lifted hey oh terrible um shout out to CL. i'm embarrassed just saying that i know i lost my train of thought i was so embarrassed i know uh, <laughs> uh, yeah so but this song uh it has all the members finally and it's not a subunit it's not you know like a majority member of the group it's every single member yeah, yeah. from ioi and it's a song like what a man was a li- was a very powerful song and it was a little bit too sexualized and yes. this is like the perfect amount of like Dream Girls was like we so fresh and innocent it was just too mu- it was too much didn't didn't buy it didn't like it song was terrible terrible bad right terrible bad shout out to Kelvin because that's a Kelvin word from he always says that word anyways this song is I think the perfect amount of cute but without being too sugary especially I think in the overall look at, at least for me I I thought that. This was probably the same level as Dreamgirls for me. I th- I thought it was very kind of sugary hmm. and like it's it's supposed to be cutesy. I think the only thing that was kind of it took it down a notch from Dreamgirls for me was actually the song because the song itself is more dancey and less kind of like poppy and like ha, ah, you know. Right. Maybe I'm thinking because like, the backing track Dreamgirls is. is like so corny. It's like uh, I mean, our it's dreams so, and we we all have a yeah. job and we all want to get this job and I'm working hard like all that whole package was just too much cringy to, to handle. Me. Yeah. It's yeah. Too cringy. Too cringy. Uh, but this one I thought like, it's still sugary cute, but it kind of stops there because it's a digi petty music video. Yeah. It, I think it's a great digi petty video. It's not the crazy sexualized digi petty, right? Like EXID, like EXID, Fiesta, sometimes digi petty, right? Like I thought it did a good job of, muting the super cheesy cuteness that dream girls did okay so that, that's you. why i say it's not okay cute. okay i'm with you um, there but the the no 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 you know, that part is disgustingly cute it's disgustingly sugary. and i love it <laughs> oh disgustingly sugary just the way they say it makes my makes my heart happy so this song actually when i first heard it i had the initial reaction of just like the twice song like tt i, I didn't like it and i thought it was a little bit too too cringy but it gets less cringy over time the more i listen to it maybe because i'm being 
Stockholm syndromes or just desensitized. It's a thing, yeah. But I I do have to say this song is very very catchy. So yeah. But unlike Twice's, right? I think the the dance is definitely sub kind of weak. Yeah. Like it, they do have that kind of like up and down during the nom nom like part, it's which like, is kind of uh-huh. cute. It's a little yeah. It's a little <laughs> Twicey, right? But not enough, right? It's it's a little awkward looking too. It's not smooth. I think, and I don't mean smooth in terms of like the performance, but just the move itself is not very, it doesn't, it doesn't match the song, I think very well. And a lot of people might disagree with me on that because they're like, oh, when you hear no move, like, you know, don't you, but that it's just a weird kind of pose. It's just a weird move in general for me. Hmm. Like, I don't like, I like I've seen this move before in like other choreographies and things. I'm not too much of a fan of it because it, it's just not it's it's just not a like a clean looking move i don't really know how to explain it but from like my eyes it's like i'm assuming because i don't necessarily agree fully mm. but it's kind of like the feet movements that like teen top would do where it's like oh it, no. it's just hard to get it to look clean and nice because there's a lot of moving parts there's a lot of ups and downs and shaking your hands left and right i don't know that is that kind of what you're saying I think maybe, it matches maybe. pretty well. I just think the rest of it is pretty unmemorable. Right. That like that might too. be I, I, I really it's hard for me to explain what it is. But just yeah. looking at it, I as strongly as I felt about twice's like like pointing down and going mm-hmm, kind of a right choreography point. As much as I think that's a great choreography point, I don't think this is a great choreography point. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna say why. it's a great one. Yeah. I, I I do think very often IOI just doesn't have their dance part is very lacking in a lot of right. times, um, and I know they help choreograph you know choreograph it and stuff like that. But but I do think that's also part of the problem with them. Also you know half of them doing their other things right like right. and also th- they're not all the greatest dancers right. So you can't put Sohye in a like even though she's doing great now. You can't put her in a super complicated song. No, right? you can't. And I guess they can't hire whoever does twice and stuff because JY, JYP is like, no, I'll give you a song, that's but I ain't going to give you the choreographer because whoever ours. choreographies that shit is, <laughs> that's is ours. good. We, um, but we don't really have to worry about the next IOI kind of release or thing because this is this is it for them, you know? This is it, supposed, supposedly. Supposedly. So what do you think? What do you think? Just as just theory, what do you think is going to happen after the the year ends, Stephen, for IOI? I mean, I think they're going to go back to doing what they are, they they're supposed to do. So there are some members, obviously, that aren't a part of another group or like they aren't a part of like a big company like JYP and Somia, right? But do you, I, do you I think actually they think, would? Sorry, I actually think the the most what is going to happen is Somia, because all the other girls have their own thing to do. Somi is the only one that does not have a group to go back to, except for Sohia. But Sohia is, uh, is an actor. A actor. Somi is actress. the because like all the other girls. Well, except uh, maybe because there's a few. Like, does Chung have a group? Yeah, she might be the only one. Other one. Like, but everybody else has something to go back to. I'm pretty sure. Right. So like, so Mina and Sejong, God Sejong, are obviously going to go back to their group. Gugudan. Ugh. And then Goo. uh Pinky with Pletus Girls and I mean same with uh uh 
Oh my god, I can't remember any of their Do-yeon? names right now. This in this moment, like Doyeon and Yoongjong, uh, Yoongjong, uh, they're also part of something, right? All right, let me look this up, man, because I'm gonna. I can't. I need to remember names. Yeah. Uh, like, but for me, so what? What do you think? While I look this up, what do you think Somi's gonna do? Because I think she's the most important, or not more important, the most. What if? You know, so many people, especially online, are like theorizing that Somi is gonna join twice, and I like a lot of people online. I think that if Somi joined twice, it would be a mistake because Somi, as much as we love her. Twice is doing great as they are, and it's not great to mix up the. It's not. There's no no reason to change a good thing, is what I want to say. If they add Somi to the group, um, the chemistry might be off, even though they are close. This things get more more complicated with more members, is what I want to say. Right. So I think she's gonna actually go back to JYP, like, like kind of em- empty-handed, to be honest. Because I've heard rumors that she like they're gonna do like sixteen, Again. two, like to find another girl group. That's and, but I'm like to make her go through a third reality audition show, like that's crazy to me. So let's say in a in a dream world, in a dream girl, if they put Somi in twice, are you against that? Because you love, we both love twice. We both right? love twice. We both love. And we Somi. both love Somi. I I mean I'm against it. Up to a certain point, right? Like, if they're going to put her in, I'm not going to go and, like, picket JYP's building and be like, take her out. Like, you're not going to be like when they try to add Henry to Super Junior? I think it's like, going to be a mistake. I think it's going to be a colossal mistake if they try. Why do you think it's going to be a mistake, though? There's going to be a lot of people who are upset because I think it's going to mess up the chemistry. I think twice I already have a good I don't thing think, going. I don't think the, their chemistry is what makes them. I think the individual members is what makes twice great. And if you add in another individual member, that's great. They can't go wrong. I, I think crazy mm-hmm. fans is an issue. That Don't get me wrong. I think, right. if anything, the the worst thing is going to be like the, Somi getting death threats by crazy-ass fans that are like, keep the original number, right? Right. But but I for me, like in a world without antis and crazy fucking people, like what else? Like I would rather Somi be in twice than Somi being in some rando group or doing nothing. Right. That's what I like. I want to kind of discuss because I really like Somi. I want her to keep doing things. I really want to see her like keep coming out on things because I think her personality and just her whole demeanor is just great in mm. general for K-pop and, you know, and, and going on shows and, you know, doing things like that. But it, it really sucks that Somi is a part of JYP and she didn't, make twice originally but could she leave right she and could leave and so rather rather than somi like leaving or being a part of another group i actually would rather her be in twice because she was originally cut from twice supposedly for being too young right and which which she is because she's still in the puncher decade right yeah like um, 15 16 yeah 16 hmm. i think for me, I, I, I honestly, I think the only logical solution is to put her in twice. Uh, that that makes the most sense to me because even though twice is very popular, their actual individual members, only a handful of them, are personable. If yeah. that makes any sense, like in the variety scene, perfect, yeah. who's in there? Like, they try to put Sui in there, but. She's got the personality of a rock, right? Yeah, she's got a personality of a wet towel. But she's hot, so she's in a lot of things. So I count her as one of those, right? 
Sana also, Momo, they're both very quiet and a little bit more reserved, right? Yeah. Like if if uh, Heechul didn't make, you know, Sana or, or oh, Momo's Momo. thing, like like she just, like they're Japanese. It makes sense, right? Same with Sui. She's, she's Taiwanese, so it, it makes sense, right? And even Mina is not very expressive, right? She's not yeah. really a... So, so, I mean, Somi can do all these things, right? She's, she's in a lot of variety shows. She, she can speak well. She's, she's, good, at she's talking, yeah. good at talking. Like, I think she'd be a, a really smart addition, except for crazy fucking fans. Right. I'm not like, oh, you got to keep her out, like kind of feeling. But I do think that it I could mean, you do cause think it's problems. a mistake, you said. Right. I, I do think it could cause some problems. But rather than... So uh, to like kind of gauge the magnitude of my like dislike of her coming in, I would hate it more if her talents were wasted mm. rather than her being put in twice. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like I, like I can't think of a way for her to kind of be a, still in the K-pop scene. Cause she's obviously can't be solo. Right. Yeah. And, and I don't think she works well in a small group. Like I feel like she needs to be in a big group. Right. But because there's no other re- there's no other kind of pathway that I see putting her in twice makes the most sense but for me if there was another way to kind of keep somi in the k-pop business yeah. without it affecting twice in any way because I like the way twice is now I don't I don't but necessarily see, I, think they would be better with I don't somi see actually why that matters like what it like you, you think putting one more person in there is going to fuck everything up like I don't think so like what what would it fuck up I, I think just in terms of maybe part distribution, in terms of choreography, in terms of like group sound, like I, it could it affects those things, maybe to a minuscule degree, but it does affect those things. I think part distribution and, and sound is entirely up to the producers, and I, I don't think that ma- it matters for the girls. Like there, there's so many girls, like half of them already getting the short end of the the donkey stick, right? Yeah, but then you could argue like, oh, you want to add another person in. Sure, but like, I don't think it's like, uh, like we're talking about League of Legends team and they play together right, right, right. and they practice together every day and like bringing in one person will change the whole group dynamic. And you I, could, I don't really think that really happens in a. And you could even group. argue like, so I'm like kind of arguing against my own opinion right now, but like, you could even argue that Somi because she's so close with these members and they she's practiced with these members before, obviously, and she's part of the same group and same trainees kind right. of like they probably already have chemistry together and again there's a dreamland where all the members in a group are all lovely and they all love each other but that's just not the reality it doesn't right? happen. It doesn't that happen. doesn't happen so i really don't think all all of twice is like best friends forever and then bringing in one more girl is gonna ruin that i really don't think so see for me i think I, i'm just stubborn in the fact that like i don't want change yeah you don't want yeah i, I, under, like, I understand i like, I I like twice especially since they put out a re- like three releases that I like, I don't want them to necessarily change, you know, for Right, you, you for don't anything. want to jinx it. It's kind of like you don't want to jinx, jinx it. it. Yeah, yeah. It's I, like not a real... I don't, I don't have a huge kind of like, okay, A, B, C, D, like yeah, huge yeah. reason for Sony to be left out of Twice. It's more of like, I kind of just like Twice as they are, but I also really like Sony. Right. But, and if it push came to shove... You know, I would rather have Somi in twice than twice not changing, right. if that makes sense. And we both agree that if th- they add Somi, there will be death threats, unnes- like crazy oh, yeah. fans being cray cray. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, sure. I, I really feel like twice has already started to get to that level. 
Yeah, any group that's number one, I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to get, you're going to be number one in antis too, right? That's right. how it works. Um, anyways, to go back, so yeah. in IOI, right? So we we talked about Somi and what she's going to do. Like right. Sejong has Gudan. Yujong is part of um, uh, Fantiago. So she's going to be with Doyon and they're going to, I know they're think there's not a group set yet, mm-hmm. but I know they're, they've been planning on it. Isn't so she's going to go with them. Also, Nyon is in Pletus Girls. Pletus Girls, with right? Pinky. With Pinky, yeah. Um, so yeah, of course, actress Taeyong, of course, uh, Daya, Diamond, Diamond, Amina in Guguran too. So, Chunga, Yeonjung uh, is in uh, what? Uh, uh, Cosmic Girls. Cosmic Girls, yeah. Yeah. So really, the only two, or I guess the three people, know where to go. Somi, no, only two. Somi and uh, Chunga. Yeah. Um, and Chunga just might just be. She might just be brought on f- as like uh to help with like choreographies and such because she you know she's kind of already well we've mentioned her choreography not being that great anyway right but uh, people but, but we, even though we are like man that's true. a lot of people are pretty on that Chungha choreography train true but like she, she's good like the, the thing is I think she's good for a celebrity but like uh, you're probably gonna want to hire a real, real choreographer, choreographer, right? Like yeah. I mean, a proper professional, like their life is choreography, right? Yeah, because I, I think she probably helped in very, very, very. Because there's that standard Chunga move with the like, I don't know how to do it. Kind of like a, it's kind of like hands to the side, like waving back and forth, you know. Like, yeah. anyways, that's a lot of future talk for Iowa. I I definitely will miss them, and it really, really, really sucks that it's a project group, and I really hope that. When they do produce 102, whatever they're going to call it. Yeah. Personal um, one version two. Yeah. I I hope they finagle the contract so that they can all join the same company at the end. And if be they wanted to. Forever. Ooh, that would cause so much. I mean, it'd be part, of the, it, part of the show. It's part of the contract right, in, right. agreeing to the show. Like, because they did that for Boys 24 or whatever. Where like. But Boys 24. Yeah. But that kind of changes the way they choose the members, right? Like, cause then it, 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 I think if JYP had like a Somi, right, and this this show was like, hey, at the end they might have a chance to leave JYP and join their own. I'm not sure JYP would be like, I'm cool with that. But what if, what if you don't leave JYP, you get a percentage, you get a percentage of what Somi makes without doing anything. Well, those contracts would be really complicated. I think. Right, cause pretty much. She would be like in dual part of both companies, and JYP would get a little, a little like bank a kickback. From it, maybe that could be a way to get around it, but hmm. I really don't think there's that much money to go around in general. So maybe that wouldn't work for yeah. uh, for produce. Ma- yeah, maybe JYP would still not be. Yeah, or it wouldn't be JYP would be down with that. It would be like Somi would need to make a choice of. If like I'm gonna leave JYP, like right, like she would need to make that choice. Yeah, but then JYP JYP. would never allow her to go on that show. Then, why? Yeah, she would have to quit JYP. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like she would have to quit before. Like she would need when she makes the decision, she's she'd quit. Yeah, that that'd be so risky. Because like, what if you don't make it right? You just go back, but you've already crossed this bridge. You're just like, oh, I had a chance about leaving JYP. You know? Yeah, but in my head, it's like. It's two boys twenty four ish, right? Boys twenty four. These are like guys that are all. Like, You're right, boys. In boys twenty four, th- these are all guys who aren't really part of any agency anymore. And right. Then th- this is like their last. They're, they're like freelancers, right? But IOI, I think a huge part of it in the show, like produce one hundred and one, was that these girls 
are from well-known companies also. Like there's there's a mixture of girls. Only a mixture of girls. Only like a handful of them were. Ten percent of them were from a group from a agency we knew their name, you know, like a year ago. But then we would lose that ten percent, I think, if it it came down to that kind of format. True. And that could be another that could be a discussion for another time, but that's assuming that there is another Yeah. Um, we're we're like maybeing on a maybe right now, so yeah. I, I mean, I actually think the only reason Somi was allowed to do it is because she had nothing fucking else to do. I think so too. She I think lost, that's exactly right. Yeah. She was like just just this, like you know. Yeah, she she lost in sixteen to be in twice, and she didn't really have anything else to do. So JYP is like, hey, hey girl, you ain't gonna do nothing else. Try try all this show because none of the other major three uh, allowed anybody, right? But speaking of the major three, we want to thank the major Chingus who help us every episode by donating on Patreon. So you can help us out to donate monthly. Just go to patreon.com slash this week in K-pop. Uh, we have like 43 amazing people who do it. Yep. If you donate $5 or more, you can join our Slack channel, which is like a group messaging app that we use and a lot of people use, a lot of workplaces use to kind of mm-hmm. talk to each other. Sometimes we're, you know, the activity kind of goes up and down. Depends on, I think, the releases and how active people are, like, normally. Yeah, but sometimes, especially during, like, you know, TT and IOI times, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of, of, a lot of discussion. Stuff. A lot of discussion. Um, and that's that's really good. So we want to thank. And if you don't want to sign up for a monthly thing like Patreon, you can, of course, donate money directly to us using PayPal. Just use the link paypal.me slash this week in K-pop. All the links will be in the description. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, Josh, we yep. spent a lot of time talking about girls. We did. So let's talk about some guys. Some dicks. Some dicks. Uh, so the next songs that we want to talk about are actually by the same artist, but I picked one and Steven picked the other. And the next guy we're going to talk about is our chingu, Jay Park, featuring Gray with his song, Drive. <laughs> I don't know him. He doesn't know me. If I was in a room with Jay Park, it would be the most awkward like experience of my life. I don't think it would be awkward for me at all. 
yeah, well, yes, because you can talk to like anybody, right? But like, fair enough. Jay Park just seems to be like everything that like I don't just get you along are not. with. <laughs> just yeah. you are not, right? Yeah. Like I, I would just like I don't even know what to say to him. Just be like, hey, and he'd be like, yeah, what? I'll be like, oh, it's too much. I don't, like, I don't want this. I don't want. He'll, this. he'll want to like you know dab you, and then you'd be like. Yeah, I'll be like soccer handshake oh, and like what's up, bro? And I'll be like, oh, what I don't a know what's up, fam. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, you, you play video games. He's like, right. I play pussy, bitch. And I'll be like, oh, oh shit, no, I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh shit, that's raw. Yeah, um, yeah. So featuring Gray, and this song is also produced by Gray. Surprise, surprise. Uh, this song is I'm not sure if it's the title for his new. He he released a lot of songs. Yeah, he released a lot of songs, and a lot of the songs that we've been talking about for the past couple of months, he's put that on the album, mm-hmm. and a few ones that we haven't heard. Uh, I've been listening to the album pretty much nonstop since it's been released. I like a lot of the songs, but I'm kind of stopping now because they're all songs that I've heard before, and it's time for the girl groups. It's time. It's time for to move on to saying, something else. Right? But this song is a song that I hadn't heard before, and. For me, I really, really, really like the song because it has singing Jay Park. It has obviously a gray beat on it. This song is a little bit mistimed, though. I think this song would have done great during the spring or especially summertime. But now that it's like kind of getting cold, like Korean people really don't like mismatching themes. Like right. for, for winter and fall, they really like the ballads. They really like breakup songs. They really like sad songs. And in the spring, they like love songs, right? And this song is more of like a, hey, I'll take you on a drive to like relieve your stress and yeah, the music let's video take the top is like, down, open the windows, and it's just like no, it's freezing outside. It's like gonna snow in a couple of weeks, like you know. Yeah, the music video is in like a resort, and it's like beach it, uh, be, you know, by the pool, palm trees. Bora. Yeah, Bora is looking sexy in a swimming pool. It's it really should have been released in the middle of summer. Um, yeah, hands down. But of a lot of the J, because J Park has been releasing a lot of English songs too, right? A lot and of we've English about versions some of, them. of Korean songs and vice versa. Yeah, this song is probably the most probably because it's made it's produced by Gray as opposed to Cha Cha Malone. Cha Cha Malone does more of the more Americany sounding stuff. This right. is the most Korean, I think, type song from his from this album. Hmm. If I were to assume from the other songs that I've heard, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, I don't know J Park. J Park, I think, is great in like every three or four months give me j park but there's like a limit of j park that i can get down with and it's starting to be a little bit too much j park i understand especially because a lot of these songs he's like singing in the exact same style where it's like very high a little auto-tuned it's just the singing style that like it gets kind of boring to me i I would i would go as far to say that's for everyone like not not even korean singers but like if you gave me like a song from like 10 weekend songs yeah like i love the weekend right and but if you gave me like 10 weekend songs like back to back to back to back i'd be like uh and you automatically you automatically just start comparing those songs right because it's the same singer same style and so you know you're like okay i like this song better than this song and then all of a sudden you start like ranking them and then you list you cut out a whole bunch of the songs right it's like if, if i'm listening to four songs that sound kind of similar exactly. i'm gonna listen to the best two exactly why Why would you listen to all 10 of those songs because there's even it's even though like one artist might have a different beat or might feature different people they're still the same voice they're still the same kind of style usually 
And I really, really get what you mean by like too much J Park because I'm like up to my gills in J Park right now. Like I'm done. I'm done with J Park for a while. Up to your gills? I'm up to my gills. Because you Aquaman? You can call me Aquaman. You can call me. So I have been listening to Aquaman quite a bit, right? Right. And J Park's recent songs is really all about the backing track. And I think of the two songs we're going to talk about, this one, Drive, has the most boring kind of backing track. Yeah. If I If I heard this song... A few weeks ago, when we had like nothing, this would have been like, yo, right. thank you, Jay Park. But now that like songs are starting to come out that are really, really good, I'm like, right. okay, I'm, I'm, an, I'm done with this song. It's a good song, but I'm done. But it is a decent song. It's not right. to say it's a bad song. I, I do think Gray can lay off the autotune a little bit. He, he cranks that nozzle a little too hard. Right. Sometimes. But this thing is like, I've heard him sing without autotune. It's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Gray came uh, to the university near our, in our city, uh, couple weeks ago and josh didn't go but i went and a it made me realize how little songs gray actually is in he's produced a lot of great songs he didn't sing any of the songs he produced really unless he was in it right um he did actually do like this super cut of like probably the best songs uh like my last and like a couple of um show me the money five songs but he only sang the part where he was singing in or he was in so it took like three great songs and and he remixed them into like one song <laughs> and then the, all these other songs started showing up and I'm like, not only did I barely have heard of these songs, but the audience barely knew these songs because nobody was singing along. And great songs are not necessarily a good song to sing along to anyways. Yeah. I think the most famous one that he, he sang in the newest one was like him and uh, Elo. Mm. Uh, and uh, I think go- uh, good. I don't know if it good, was good. Yeah. It was actually very, I was like, man, great. Really? <laughs> I haven't done that much. But this music video, though, this music video, we were talking about how it's more beachy and all that. And Bora from Sistar is in this music video looking fine as hell. Yeah. And um, Jay Park and Gray's shirts are looking burnable as hell. Yeah. They, they try really hard to find the ugly shirts. Like, it was like a contest. I think they made have won. <laughs> yeah. Like, an ugly shirt contest. And, like, Jay Park was always trying to one-up Gray in, in an awful-ass shirt. He's like, I see your leopard skin shirt. I'm going to raise you the turquoise leather Michael have Jackson-y you, looking thing. Have you seen this beauty? Yeah, <laughs> it's awful. And this is like one where it's not Jay Park dancing at all, right? It's just like him looking cool and pointing kind like of. Like posing, know? doing some spins every now and then, you know. But yo, when you watch this music video, turn on the captions. Oh, heck yeah. Jay Park did the captions again. I can't remember which video he did the captions before. I think it was like an Ugly Duck song. Like him and Ugly Duck was a like rippity rap part. Mm. And like he, he he was writing like, I don't even know what Ugly Duck is saying at this point. Like it's, you know. it's like, yeah, it's like an internet commenter wrote the lyrics to the official music video. Yeah, like on, you know, on SoundCloud, like how people can write comments during the middle of the song. Like he's, those are like his comments. Like he'll yeah. write like, oh, I don't know why his name is Ugly Duck. Like Ugly Duck is actually pretty good looking. <laughs> it's like maybe he should change his name to Handsome Duck. Like, yeah, or like in this one, he's like it's like gray sexy time, or like just gray sexy shit. English time, right? And yeah. like he's like, oh yeah, you've heard this part before. It's just the hook, you know, one two three four hook. Uh, it's late. I'm going to bed. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just it's Jay Park being a clown. Jay Park being Jay Park. Also, he needs to like proofread his shit though. <laughs> I mean, it really does seem like he wrote it. Didn't right? Didn't bother to like double check it at all, and was just kind of like, yo, someone time this and upload it, you know. But anyway, speaking of Jay Park. His other song is the one that I picked, which is called Me Like Ya.
only do right by ya I will never go deceive ya I'll even dye my hair blonde for ya I can be your Justin Bieber Can me that work like you re-re Girl pop it like 3D Get wishes like genies Who let me see that thing baby Trust in me this is the moment You'll be waiting for all your life Tell your friends that you don't need a ride home Cause I like you So this song actually came out a while ago without a music video, and it yeah. was a Korean version. But this is the English version, right? Yeah, the English version got a music video, and while I've ne- I never heard the Korean version, so I, I don't have this kind of like first listen bias, you know. Mm. Um, it's like we've mentioned it before. Like when I hear Boa in Korean, it actually weirds me out because yeah. the original Boa I listened to in Japanese, right? Same. Um, it's not like it's worse. It's just. It's like you're living in a weird parallel world. Yeah, it's like something. It's like okay, this is the same melody, but they're saying things differently. He's saying things differently. Yeah, like Jay Park recently also released a dance music video for "All I Want to Do," which was an English song, and right. the one in the music video is the Korean version, and it's like, just so weird. weird. It's just like I've been listening to this song for a while. Like, what's this That's nonsense coming out of your mouth? Um, but anyways, me like ya. This one is produced by Cha Cha Malone, the other dude at AOMG, uh, and. I think actually, unlike the rest of the J Park songs, this one is way more EDM. Like Cha Cha Malone was definitely listening to some Major Lazer, some chain, chain smokers. smokers, that kind of group of EDM pop dudes. Right, and it really shows, I think, because it really, 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 really sounds like four of those songs like mashed together. But I'm not saying that it's bad because it it really goes to show like AOMG is is more up to the times right. of like Western music and the rest of Korea is still in this weird earlier. If they're doing EDM, they're doing like this earlier. Yeah. SM is doing like the wrong kind of EDM, right? Like the yeah. 10, 10, 15 years ago, European EDM, not right. like nowadays. I mean, European EDM it, it are, is really popular, right? Like right. Uh, they are all those DJs on the top hundred DJ list. Most of them are from Europe. Right. But, we're talking 10 years ago, not not the new dudes. Right. So, yes, it's not to say that it's not bad. Right. But I do think that Jay Park's voice, especially the way he's been singing lately, is just way too light and way too faintly auto-tuned for this type of song. Yeah. Like, I think there's a reason Major Lazer and there's a reason Chainsmokers usually hire a woman with a decently powerful voice a, f- a fuller voice a fuller voice yeah. yes maybe not powerful but someone that can kind of hold their own for the most part yeah that doesn't necessarily need to be layered a whole bunch of times you know yeah and especially in the english version jay park's voice just sounds way too faint way too low it's like they forgot to turn up his track and then they mastered it and was like oh too late 
And and also like it one sounds faint, but two, he also doesn't really do anything amazing with his like his parts. He's kind yeah. of just singing, singing them, you know? Like the Jay Park that I think we like the most, like in my last um like Joa, like he's going like really high and like He's like yeah. adding a lot of R&B stink on it too. And like these songs, not too much of that. Yeah. It's like he in, it's even in um, drive, it's like, he's all letting the auto tune do most of the work. Yeah. He's letting, he's letting the backing track dictate how he sings. Yeah. It, it's not the greatest, but the cream version, which Josh likes more because a, he heard it first and B it features hoodie is actually way better because a hoodie is great. I love the great featuring voice. artist. Yeah. Her voice actually matches, I think really well with this kind of beat. And B, it breaks up the Jay Parkiness. And C, it's in Korean, and I don't need to understand what the fuck Jay Park says because his <laughs> lyrics are garbage trash. In English, they're really not great. I mean, they don't need to be great. I'm not saying other English lyrics are great. You know, they're not. Um, but again, there's a reason why I don't listen to English music that much. Yeah, and actually the Korean version, which features hoodie, it could be a hoodie song. And That's true. And not even a Jay Park song, and I would be happy with that. Yeah, we both... we. If it was Hoodie featuring Jay Park, I think it would be much better. Right. Because even in the Hoodie one, she, you know, Jay Park is still in most of it, right? Or in the Korean one, sorry. Right. Uh, but anyways, that's that's Jay Park. I mean, Jay Park, again, he won 2015, right, for us. Because he had like three songs in our top 10. 2014 was like AOA's year. Because they had right. like three songs in, in their right, top right. 10. I wonder who's going to be the three song killer in 2016. I'm not, even, we'll I'm even, not even sure we had someone who's released like two or three songs that we've been so right. it might be twice with two with. songs with cheer up and um right it might be twice and tt but yeah or it could be ioi i mean with uh <laughs> with <laughs> my bowl just clicked <laughs> i don't think because, I, because I thought of dream girls and then i was like they had other songs i yeah, mean yeah, yeah. crush yeah. all the produced songs that was all this year too josh do we do you consider that IOI? Yeah, I guess we could say that IOI. Maybe it'd be maybe IOI. produce wins. Maybe produce wins. Maybe, produce. And maybe not necessarily IOI. Um, anyway, right. Josh. Speaking of uh, groups that <laughs> sound similar to other things, so actually, fun. You know, the thing that was funny about this week is that we were listening to these songs, and there are a few songs that not only reminded us of certain songs, but were like almost a carbon copy exactness of certain songs. Like we heard them, and we were like. Yo, this song is that song. Like, yeah. both of us immediately. And the next song that I want to talk about is one of those songs. Uh, the group, they're called Obliss. No space. Obliss. And the song is called Bunny Bunny No Space. Bunny Bunny. Bunny, 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 
Tricky, you ready? Mm. Yes, sir. Just okay. bunny bunny. So Obelis, totally not Brave Sound. Not Brave Sound. Totally not AOA. Not AOA. Totally not like a cat. It's a bunny. No. Actually, it's two bunnies. It's bunny, right. bunny bunny. But good googly moogly, this is <laughs> AOA's like a cat. <laughs> this is AOA's like a cat. Whoever whoever says that this is not like a cat, I will fight you. Yeah. I will fight you because your ears are broken. Yeah. And I'm going to break your face. Like sometimes I'll say like, oh, this tiny part sounds like right, right. G, right? Yeah. Like in, in Nomu, in a very, 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 there's a small part where it's like, oh, this kind of sounds like a part in, in G, right? Yeah. But this song, immediately. Like it not only does it start with the <laughs> fucking G-Man intro, right? It just, it it really sounds like, it sounds like the Norebang, like the karaoke version of an AOA song where like, yeah. you kind of have to follow it, but not too well because that's too much, you know? And this song, like when me and Steven first heard it, we're like, yo, is this Brave Sound? It's got to be Brave Sound. And we were listening like intently in the beginning, like, okay, say Brave Sound, drop it, say it, yeah, say it. Oh, they didn't say it. They, didn't say they it. said Crazy Sound. They did say Crazy, well, they Crazy Sound. Maybe it was a Crazy Sound? I think they said Crazy Sound, yeah. Well, it was produced. By a dude, I guess, named mm. Peter Pan. Peter Pan. And this other guy, I think it was like something Torai something, which is like, oh, yeah. like kind of like a psycho. Psycho. Yeah. Psycho smasher. I don't know. Psycho crusher. Oh, sorry. Psycho crusher. But the thing is, we say all that, but the song? Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> not bad. Just, I think it might be because we like AOA and we like Rave Sound. But this, and we also kind of like like a, like a cat. So. Yeah. And again, <laughs> in this world where we're somehow in 2016, we're starved of good Brave Sound songs. Like, where am I? <laughs> yes, it's 100% a copy of Brave Sound, right? Yeah, 100%. But B, I kind of enjoyed it. And I'm, I'm definitely yeah. downloading this song. Yo, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, we don't know too much about Obliss, but one member, the rapper, her name's Youngju. She was formerly of this group called Evil, E-V-O-L, which was at the time a very not successful, like super not successful girl crush hip hop kind of thing before girl crush. People kind say girl crush thing. now. They don't actually mean girl crush. They just mean a girl that kind of has short hair. They and make them yeah, more masculine. A little bit more masculine, but back in the day, Evil was like... We, you know, we go on so hard. Uh, uh, like, <laughs> I couldn't say yeah, it with a straight face. Yeah. I couldn't say it. It's a great face. song, though. It's a great song. And so, Old Bliss is actually a, a, nothing like that. No. Um, they're cute. They're kind of cute, except they have a terrible, terrible music video. Oh, it's, it's so bad. Awful. I mean, A, it's got it's like that generic, like, super nugu, we ain't got much money kind of music don't video. They money. B, the outfits atrocious terrible terrible they so if you, if you haven't seen it they wear these like bows on their around necks. their necks but they're not tiny bows they're like huge huge they're like the size of like half a body they're unnecessarily huge it looks right. like an snl skit of how ridiculous k-pop outfits are right it's awful it's, it's like something's growing out of the side of their head like it's it's so huge yeah and not only one, but there's like two versions of it. It's just why it's like they're actively trying to make them not look good when they already don't even look that cute to begin with. Like, what are you they're fucking not, doing, Obelis? They're not particularly attractive girls yeah. to us. And the outfits make it worse. But yes. anyways, the song is the song. The song not bad. If you have a brave sound, uh, fetish. a fetish, and you want to get that tickle, you know, in your belly, <laughs> um, 
You should definitely listen to this you song. Should. Moving on to someone who formerly worked with Brave Sound for her last solo album. The next song that I picked is by a girl who I will never call Hyolin, okay? Her name is Hyorin. Stop trying to spell it H-Y-O-L-Y-N, people of this world, okay? It's Hyorin featuring the king of shit himself, Doke E, with their song, Love Like This. Dookie, if you didn't listen to our Dookie. last episode or any of our past episodes, Doki is a rapper. I now we, will we, always call him Dookie. We we say that lightly. He's a rapper. He's uh, just he's a rapper. It's like he came out of a time machine and like from ten and he's years also, ago. He's also tone deaf. Like he doesn't. <laughs> he's never heard of a melody before in his life. Oh, that's too mean. That's too mean. Um, oh, you call him Dookie, and I yeah, can't yeah, say yeah. he doesn't. <laughs> You can't rap to a melody. You're right, bro. Mine was a joke and yours is too real. (laughs) It's true. He can't rap to a melody. He raps however the hell he wants. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so Hyorin, of course, singer from Sistar. Her last solo album was primarily produced by Brave Sound. Uh, This one, I don't really know, but I think this is is not the main song, I think, from what I read in the comments. Uh, But this song was produced by Brother Sue. I think he did the lyrics mostly. Uh, Prince Charles with a Z. With a Z. And Lab Rats with, with a, a Z. Because just like Lovelies, you put a Z at the end, you're cooler. Or cuter. Or cuter. I'm going to start calling you Steven. <laughs> Please don't. Steven <laughs> with the Z. No, uh, don't do that. Uh, don't you can do call that. me Jazz. Actually, <laughs> this is an embarrassing look at my high school life, right? But we, oh, no. AIM Instant Messenger was very popular, right? Um, right. I would type. If there was an S at the end, I would type a Z. I think most Asians at that time would. I mean, it's true. That's where AZN right, kind right. of comes from. But embarrassingly, I did do that. I, I did do do that. Speaking of doo-doo. <laughs> Hyorin, while I think actually this is a very different sounding song than I would have expected from Hyorin. Um, it does sound like Ailey could have sang it, which is weird because Ailey's last song, Home, Sounds like Hyorin probably could have sang it. it. Right. Maybe they switched parts. Yeah. 
But that's not to say Heroin doesn't do a good job. I think yeah. it doesn't necessarily allow her to show off her strengths because she's much better in a more slower R&B kind of setting. Yeah. I still do really enjoy like the song. I, to me, it's kind of like taking a very brisk kind of walking type of song um, where it's just kind of happy and then you trip a little bit and or you step in some shit because that's what Doki's rap part is. And then, then you wipe like, it off and you kind of start walking again. And then you step in the same pile of shit later on. Yeah. Because he does, he raps twice. Yeah. But the song itself is pretty good. Like the backing track, it, it feels like it does have like a live band or at least a real instrument feel to it. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, there's a distinct kind of like bass sound and also real instrument sounds. Yeah. Piano, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And also I think on a whole, the song is very kind of brisk because there's a lot of, a lot of words in Korean. And I think that is the the reason why Hyorin really can't show off her chops is because I don't think she could take a deep enough breath with so many words being sung at once. Mm. At least that's my theory. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but yeah. um, that's kind of the feeling I get when I hear her like sing it. It seems like she has a lot of things to say. I mean, Brother Sue. Brother Sue, though. I don't know why I said that. As we found out, because we're going to talk about Brother Sue later. He's he write, he's written a lot of, he's like a co-lyricist in a lot of songs, uh, especially a lot of uh, Starship Entertainment songs. But uh, yeah, like this is not the greatest song in the world. Um, I definitely think, again, our bias is showing, but like One Way Love was a much better song for Hyorin. Right. You know, it's a brave sound joint. More R&B-ish. Yeah. And we love Hyorin and like Erase, like her duets. Oh, that's an amazing song. Um, I think there's, she's also in like Love Line, which is another like triet or whatever. I, I think the song's not bad. I do wonder if, if the, if this is not her main release, if her main release will be r and I'm not sure. I hope so. I mean, this is pretty good, but I, I do hope that she does sing something that lets her show off her voice a little bit more. Yeah. And I, and I hope it's not a ballad though. I, I don't want it to be just a, a, even if it's an R&B ballad, I want it to be Agree. more of an actual song and definitely 100% no dookie, please. And if it's a ballad, I hope it's an R&B ballad. True. You're right. So speaking of things you hope, things we hope for, right? Sure. Because sometimes you want no dookie, and sometimes you want some dookie, right? Sometimes you want some choice. And you know what? You have a lot of choices in, Josh. You have a lot of choices in which audiobook you want to download by using our free trial for audible.com. You can choose from over 180,000 titles. Not all of them are great. Some of them might be dookie, okay? But you have a choice. It's your choice to choose one. Just go to audibletrial.com slash TWIK. You can sign up for a free 30-day trial and you get one free audiobook. Even if you can, so you're going to keep that audiobook. Please, please still use it. If you use it, we get a little bit of money. It helps out the podcast. We can do more stuff. Did you like that? I did not like that transition whatsoever. But see, <laughs> it was a bad transition, but I think I, it made sense in the end. I think I made I'll, it. Made I'll sense. never forget it. <laughs> That's not true. You're going to forget it instantly after we shut off this podcast. Yeah, I do that a lot. Right. But let me talk about a song that I hope I don't forget because I really like it. Um, we were talking about That's Brothers. That's actually not true, Josh. I do like this song a lot. If you say so. At least I like one part of it. Yeah. And that part is Brother Sue's part. We were talking about Brother Sue earlier. This song also features Brother Sue, uh, I Am, and this guy named Jay Han. This song is called Madeline. Madeline. <laughs> 
Starship Sorry, Boy Group. Sir. It's Monster. Sorry, Monster X. Monster X. Uh, yes, Brother Sue, singer songwriter. Uh, he was part of a different group or a different company, but recently he signed with Starship. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I think in 2015 is what it said. Most notably, he has composed and been a lyricist for BTS's I Need You I and Zion T's Eat. But he has done a I lot of other songs um, because, you know, uh, again, I think people often forget that just because you're a great producer doesn't mean you know how to write lyrics. The great, great lyrics like Jay Park, you know, great lyricists like Jay Park. Anyways, Brother Sue. It's your boy, motherfucking Jay Park, back <laughs> with some lyrics. Uh, <laughs> uh, that is genius, though. That yeah, is genius, yeah. the, his subtitles, I would yeah. say. Brother Sue is like the best part of the song, and he makes this song amazing. When he comes in singing the chorus, it is so smooth, so silky, and like I will not forget this song because of his part alone. But to get there, you, have to you go need to stuff. go through some I Am Dookie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. No offense. To I, I mean, I don't really know I Am. I know Monster X is supposed to be kind of a repeat rap group, right? But like this rap is like quintessential K-pop rap. Yeah. It, it's, it's very bland. And it goes on for fucking way, way too, too long. long. But then the chorus comes in and you're like, oh, shit, Brother Sue is awesome. Yeah. And then Jayhan, whom I have no idea who I he is. I don't know who he is. We try to look it up. He's got an Instagram. Uh, but it looks just like a normal dude's Instagram. Um, he, he raps in English. I am also raps a little bit in English. But he tries very hard. Yeah. The lyrics don't make any sense. Not great. Jayhan, his rap is in English. And I think it's actually really good. Yeah. I'm actually really good. I'm not saying like the best English yeah, he ain't no rap Eminem. I've ever heard, right? He's no Eminem, but his English, the way that he, the cadence of his his rap is very good and the timing is proper and it flows altogether pretty nicely. Yeah. And he's got a little bit of that artist tune kind of help to it. He does, but he that does sing a little bit, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he kind of sings, it goes up and down a little bit as opposed to I Am, who is just doing that standard 
one like monotony kind of K-pop. Yeah, Jihan right? sing raps a little bit, kind of like uh, you know how Drake kind of sing raps a little bit in some of his songs. It's it, obviously the styles are totally different and the right. songs are totally different, but I mean, but it it's, helps. It's that it's that kind of flow, you know, where he's singing and rapping. Like you get it. Yeah. If you don't, then you can listen to the song. I forgot to write this down. I already did. Oh, okay. God, you scared me, man. Uh, I want to read the because one the K. Sometimes, oh, God. most of the time, they write a description in English for like all the foreign fans, right? right? And I've always been meaning to read them because they're fucking hilarious. They, you know what they remind me of? They remind me of you know when you have to write an essay, yeah, and then you're just trying to like bullshit your pants off, yeah, like about make how it awesome sound, something is yeah. or how some terrible terrible something is, and you're just trying to use the all the all the words that you know, all the fancy mm. ass juxtaposition words you know. And that's what it is right here. Right. But, I, first, but as somebody who does or I used to have to write a lot of descriptions, like when we do reactions and blah, 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 like I'm terrible at this kind of stuff. So th- this, even though I'm making fun of it, kind of, this I still talent. think it's good work for what this useless kind of job that they have to do. Right. So anyways, so the song, Madeline, 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 we'll Madeline. Say Madeline, song Madeline got its motif from the comedy movie. Attila Marcel, made by the director Sylvian Cornet. In the movie, there's a line, which I'm going to fuck up. Vita V. Vita V, which definition is live your life. In this song, there is a musical trip in order to find an answer. That's it. Then it talks about who Brother Sue is and what else he's done. But just so you guys know, this is this. They're taking a musical trip. It's a motif. That's totally what I am doing in the beginning, right? He's he's, he's totally not taking the dookie. There was another great one, but I think it was for um, a song we didn't end up picking. I yeah, think. that one was pretty good too. Um, but anyways, let's move on to my last pick of the episode, and this this is a weird one. This is an interesting song. I think we picked it mainly because we want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't think it's a great song, but I think you may like it. I don't think we like it as much, but. As we're going to talk about in a second, people do like this song. This is by a group. This is not their debut song. No. But they are new. I think this is their second song or third song. They're called Matilda. And the song is called You Bad, Don't Make Me Cry.
because sometimes song titles need to be a sentence. Yeah. Anyways, so I didn't know this, but one of the members in Matilda used to be in Kiss and Cry. And we really liked Kiss and Cry, but they disbanded. Yeah, they disbanded very early in their like career, which we were really sad about. But the craziest part was that we listened to the song, as we always do. We were pr- we were going to turn it off because, we, you know, you get to the first 30 seconds. We don't really like it. We, we get it to off. the chorus and you're just kind of, eh. Right. Yeah. But before turning it off, sometimes I like to go in the comments, just kind of read around. Maybe we miss something. And I looked at the view count. So normally a group like this where most people don't know, none of the members here are like in produce, right? Yeah. They weren't in a, a, there's no draw. a pretty rap star, right? Yeah, there's no outside draw to any of these members. What would you say? Like maybe 50,000 views, Steven? Maybe like I 50, thought, 000? yeah, I thought maybe 100,000 is a lot for it's a, a lot, new right. group that no one's right, ever right, heard right. of. And this is their second song. They just debuted this earlier this year, like in March. Yeah, the first song was this song called Macarena. And yeah, it was, it was terrible. terrible. And it was in March. So it's like, okay, their first song, not great. Yeah, I think it had like 100,000 views, right? Um, This has 1.2 million views at the time of this recording. And that's a lot. That is more than most of the group. Like, I I would bet that's more than Hyorin's. Hyorin's has... Hyorin has half a million. Has half a million. So this rando Nuku group has more than Jay Park, probably. Yeah, so so that song that... I was talking about last week, like Crush, yep. or last, last week, but last episode, it was, I think, around 2 million. This is, has 1.2 million. Just, just let that sink yeah. in. And Crush, that song was so popular in Korea. Yeah. Like, I would expect them to more have close to, like, Oblisses, right? right. Oblis and like, Oblis is, uh, has 56,000. 56, right? right. Like, so it so was, right. I was like, holy shit, did we miss something? Right? Like, are they, what are we missing? Are, like, we haven't been watching on Pretty Rap Star. I was like, right. maybe these aren't Pretty Rap Star people. Maybe there's some kind of reality show that I've never heard of. N- not that we could find. For some reason, this song just got linked by a bunch of people. 1.2 million. Oh, yeah. Like, more than Jay Park, more than Hyorin. Let that sink in. Anyways. But then the song itself is just insane in its own way. We haven't said this in a long time, but it's Frankenstein-y. And, and not just Frankenstein, super blatant, obvious Frankenstein. It is the definition of Frankenstein. Right. It's got three, maybe four parts to it, right? It's got the, it starts with this reggae part. Mm-hmm. Then it turns into like fast tempo 21 mm-hmm. style. Then it turns into Korean nightclub style. EDM style, right? Yeah. And then it turns into slow 21 types song. And, th- and it happens. Then they go back to reggae. Then they go back. It's, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's like so. the person who wrote the song had like schizophrenia or something. Yeah. And the music video is not particularly great. No. It doesn't really do anything special. I mean, the no. song itself, despite being Frankenstein, I actually don't mind it. It's not too bad, yeah. Like, I might even download it, right? But for this, of all the songs to have 1.2 million, I was like, what alternate reality did I accidentally step into? This is like. Like I would imagine like some group doing a tribute to like 21 and just like making a song of like all 21's different styles. Yeah. But with, with but then they heard reggae a little bit and was like, oh wait, no. Like, no, because you know, a little bit reggae. Because uh, um, what's that? 21 had a reggae song too. Oh, that's true. The uh, You Don't Love Me or no, what is it? One of the love songs, Something, right? Uh, <laughs> like that, that, that is more than Henry and Soyuz running. Uh, that's, that's an SM, SM station song. song. Like, what the fuck? 
What the Billy Bob fuck? Anyways, if you like this song or you know why and we just totally missed it and we're freaking out. Please and you're tell yelling, us. Maybe you're just yelling at the screen like, no, one of them is like so-and-so, right? Because Kiss and Cry was like n- not much, right? They were like evil. Like they didn't really do much. Yeah, one song and it was a good domino game, I remember, but yeah. it yep. wasn't like. We liked it a lot. But it wasn't Korean. Didn't, obviously, didn't really like them a lot, right? Yeah, and we and, we, and Stephen and I we watched a good amount of Korean television too, and we've never heard of. Oh, it, okay. It was this people. song. This song also had a great one. The K definition. Do it. Actually, I don't even know. You bad. Don't make me cry. Is a unique song. True. Filled with reggae rhythm. True. And powerful EDM sounds, but. A sentimental melody line. Sentimental. A.K.A. this is four different songs, but they just wrote it in a nice way, right? The song and performance will show off the charming colors of the members as well as Matilda as a whole. Actually, this was not the great one. That wasn't a great that one. That wasn't that great. It was another one. Why did I copy this? I don't know. All right, well. Just so we have something to say. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually like off on the next page. Why did I stop you to say read that? I regret it all. God, I'm such a dookie. You're such a hammer. Yeah. Anyways, I think that'll be it for episode 101. Next episode is going to be, of course, another after show show. Probably another producer spotlight. Maybe we'll do Peter Pan. No. Maybe we'll do Illionaire and Doki. Oh, please. No. I have no songs to contribute. Maybe we'll do Cha Cha Malone. It's just going to be a Jay Park episode, you know? But probably not. It's probably going to be one of the big, big guys. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but I will. I do want to end by saying it's been a long fucking time, Josh. Okay, but can you believe? Not only did Twice have a great, a good song, but IOI also had a great song. They all had a great song in the same episode, and we're not ending on a down note. You know how many episodes we we've been like, man. I think three in a row. Man, these episodes, these songs are not that good. I think it was man, three in a row. this was a recipe for disaster. It was. We were very worried about it, and it all worked out. Hey. Dookie or no Dookie? Dookie or no Dookie? I know I, I know what the title of the episode is going to be. Dookie. Uh, <laughs> um, so right, with that, man. we'll see you guys next time. Happy Halloween. Depending on which version you're going to watch, maybe the video version. You might see this way after Halloween, but have a good Halloween. Dress up as twice. Go to, when you ask for candy, do the, the TT dance. And then they're just going to look at you and be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Who the hell are you? Yeah. All right. See ya. Bye.